morning, guys, and happy Sunday. So another week, another Sunday morning kickstart. This week, we're going to talk about motivation. So we're just going to get stuck right in. So motivation and how to stay motivated automatically. So there's lots of different kinds of motivation. You will all think, I desperately need motivation. There'll be weeks where you feel like you're absolutely on it. And then there's other weeks where you feel like, I cannot be bothered with this. So we're going to run through how we can tap in to the different types of motivation. So motivation is something that you all feel that you need to or want to have to hit your goals. The thing is that you're always motivated. There's always a motivation for something. There might not be the thing that you want to do or have to do to reach your goals, but you always have motivation. But what is it for? So you might be really motivated to lie on the couch and do nothing. You might be really motivated to go and read the biscuit barrel. But there is motivation there. So how do we tap into it and how do we make it work for the goals that we want to have? So there's four different types of motivation. So we've got extrinsic motivation to begin with, and that comes from outside. So it's normally something that somebody else has asked you to do or demands of you. So, for example, your boss at work, you may not be motivated to do your invoicing, but you have to do it. You have to do it because it's part of your job and someone else dictates that you have to do that. And if we take that back to when we were kids and we learned there's normally a consequence around it. So think about you have to do your homework or you're going to get grounded. You're not allowed out to play. So the motivation to do it is to avoid the consequence of not doing it. So think about how that might apply to health and fitness as well. So the consequence for you not going to the gym might mean that you don't get any fitter. And that's the only reason you go. And think about the mindset around that and the, the emotions around that is I have to do it. Brushing your teeth is a massive one. We all brush our teeth. But as a kid, you were had to be constantly reminded. My 12-year-old has to be reminded every morning and every night to brush his teeth. He doesn't have that internal motivation to do it. He's got to be reminded. So that's an ex extrinsic motivation. Paying your bills. Somebody else demands of you. If you don't do it, you're going to get a reminder to tell you, you need to pay your bills. So extrinsic motivation is something you have to do because somebody else normally has asked you or demanded it of you. So that might, you might feel like that sometimes in this program where you think, well, I have to do it because Fiona said I have to do 10,000 steps, so I have to do it. It's not coming from you. That's coming from the demand that's been put on you. Or I have to track my food or I have to turn up to the gym. So while the job still gets done, again, think about the emotions behind it. And remember, your emotions drive your behaviours. So if I suddenly, you stop the program, I suddenly stop demanding that you do that or your um, electricity bill doesn't come through every month, you just have to pay it because you're motivated to pay it. Probably not going to happen as much, is it? Interjected motivation is something that you'll do because you'll feel guilty if you don't do it. So a lot of people feel guilty if they take time off the gym because they're ill or injured. That's not a good mindset to be in, is it? But a good examples would be that you feel guilty if you don't go to the gym. Or for me, dance comps. So I don't, I'm not particularly motivated to go to them. It's not my day of joy. But I'll feel guilty if I don't go. If Cora goes there and wins something and mum's not there to support her, I'll feel guilty about it. So I do go and I do go and I enjoy seeing her. I don't enjoy the dance calls. I enjoy seeing her progress. So that's interjected motivation. It's something that you'll do but only because if you don't do it, you'll feel guilty. So again, think about the emotions behind that. The, the mindset, it's something like, oh, you're avoiding a negative consequence by doing it. So you're still motivated to do it, but mindset-wise and emotions-wise, it's not always good. 
identified motivation is something that you know needs to be done, but you've not quite decided you're going to do it yet. So this is the, the procrastination. So the classic, I'll start on Monday. I'm, I'm, I have to start eating well. I don't feel good. I want to feel better, but I'm going to start on Monday. Or cancel in the gym today because you don't feel like it, but you're going to do it tomorrow. 100% you're going to do it tomorrow. And if you remember to chats that we've had before around trusting yourself based on your previous um, choices, activities, actions. So if you know that you're someone who cancels, and this is a never ending kind of, I'll start on Monday. Monday never comes, does it? And then Monday doesn't happen. Oh, do you know what? I'll start the next Monday. So you're motivated to do something. You've just not quite done it yet. So the first type of motivation is the one that we want to harness as much as possible, and that's intrinsic motivation. And that's something you do for internal reasons, because you want to do it and you want the consequence. So think again about emotions behind that. So I know when I set a goal and I'm intrinsically motivated to do it. So yes, I have a coach to help guide me and get me over the bumps, but I want to do it. It's coming from inside me. Nobody else has demanded it of me. Nothing bad happens if I don't do it. It's just something that I really want to do. And that comes down to identifying your why. So at the very start when you started with me, you probably were asked to determine your why. Why is it important? What's, what's the point? Why are we spending money? Why are we investing time? Why is it important? And if we can get to the crux of that, then we don't need any of these types of other motivations because we've got it in here. We don't need someone to ask us to do it. We don't need a, a negative consequence to do it. It's because we really want to do it. And emotionally, that feels much better. I know when I set a goal, I get really excited about it because I can see what I can achieve and how it will make me feel. So this week, I want you to do a little work around your why. So the why is the real reason that you're looking for change. It's very rarely because you want to weigh X amount of pounds or you want to be an X dress size. There's normally a much, much deeper reason to it. And that's where the motivation will come from for you to execute the habits and behaviours that you need to do to get to your goal, even when you don't feel like doing them. So of course, there's going to be days where you're not feeling this oomph of motivation, that euphoric feeling of, I can't wait to go out and smash this. There's going to be days where you're like, oh, this is a bit of a struggle. And if you remember that emotional cycle of change, when we get to the valley of despair, when you realise how much hard work it is, then this intrinsic motivation and this reason, this why, is going to come into play. You need to remember it and you need to re-go over it and re-establish it in your head. Have it written somewhere. Why is it important? So how do you find your why? Well, first of all, you need to identify the goal. What is the goal? Now, that can be the goal for today. can be for the week. It can be for three months' time. What is the goal? And then why is that your goal? So often I have clients who see me doing certain things and think, oh, I'd like to do it. And the question is always why. Why do you want to do it? If it's to set yourself a challenge, if it's to see what you're capable of, but if it's just because you think it looks cool that I'm doing it. So the conversation with guys on a walk saying that, oh, do you know that we're doing the Glen, Glen quote, a great challenge. And there's a lot of work involved in that. There's a lot of hours involved in that. Walking takes a long time. <laughs> um, so, and somebody said, but you just make it look so good on your Insta stories. So there we go. It looks cool. It looks good. But why are you doing it? So for me, I like the challenge. I like um, completing things. I like getting a medal at the end of an event. Um, so, and it gives me something to focus on. It gives me a good drive and motivation to head in for that end result. 
But the thing with that kind of thing is there's always an end point, isn't there? So 1st of July, we'll have completed that Glencoe challenge. So what's next? What's next? So why is that your goal? Is it because you want to challenge yourself or is it because you think it looks cool? Why is the goal? And what would achieving your goal change in your life? And why is that important? So if we take this to fat loss, I want to lose some weight. Great. Why? Well, it might be that you feel uncomfortable in your clothes. Maybe you don't like looking in the mirror. That's much, much, much bigger reason to do something than I want to weigh X pounds. What would that change in your life? So again, if it's fat loss and you suddenly start liking what you see in the mirror and you're feeling comfortable in your clothes and you feel more confident, you're generally happier, you feel good about yourself. Now, that's a great goal. But why is that goal important? Why is it important to feel good about yourself? What would that change? So if you feel good about yourself, think how much less time you spend worrying about what you're going to wear, how you feel, should I avoid this mirror here? Um, you'll be more confident in your relationships. You'll generally feel lighter, won't you? That's important. That is important. And then what happens if you don't make the changes towards your goal? And that's a good thing to do. So that kind of comes from the external motivation. If you don't reach your goal, what's the negative consequence? So while that doesn't drive a positive emotion, it can sometimes reinforce why actually doing something is really, really important. So I know, <clears throat> for example, into things like High Rocks, and 10K, I'm not going to win them. Probably not. I mean, I could. Just don't want to. <laughs> but I, if, I'm not going to win them. But what's important to me is I go all in. I put in my very best effort. And therefore, that motivates me to train really hard. Every training session counts. And if every training session counts, then everyone I don't do also counts. I want to walk out of an event that I do feeling proud as punch. I don't really care what anybody else does. I'm not um, competitive in that nature, but I'm competitive with myself. I want to improve every single time and I want to work hard and achieve that goal. And the goal for me is for, to do my very, very best effort. It's not to win it. It's not to win it. That'd be lovely, but it's not to win it. And what happens if I don't make changes towards my goal? So what happens if I don't go all in? Well, I'm going to be disappointed in myself. I'm going to be annoyed at myself. I'm going to be peed off at myself because I could have done the work and I chose not to. So again, that's, that's all of me. It's not, oh, I came 50th. Depending, depending 51st. I came 50th. That doesn't matter. Did I put my best effort in? And if I didn't, that doesn't feel good to me. So I want to feel good. That's my, that's my why in everything. And that determines what I do in a day. So if I'm having a day of low energy, low moods, then my goal for that day is to do everything in my power to switch that around. So that can be to rest up, can be to have a nana nap, can be to get out for a big long walk, might be to go and bash out a workout that I've been putting off. But what happens if you don't make the changes? So spend some time today establishing what the reason is for doing all these things. It's not to lose two pounds, I can tell you that. I can tell you that right now. Your real why is not to lose two pounds. What's the real why? What does it take for you to feel good, to feel light, to feel confident? And then go, get it done, get it done. All right, so let's try and harness as much intrinsic motivation. That's the motivation that comes only from you. So that if your boss disappears, I'm not there to tell you to do 10,000 steps, um, the, the bills stop coming in, you'll still get stuff done. You'll still get stuff done. If you're intrinsic, intrinsically motivated, you don't need the other 
motivation. That other motivation will always be there to help you pay your bills or do the ironing. But your why and your intrinsic motivation will keep you taking these daily actions, these daily baby steps towards that dream goal. And it can change your life. I'm not being dramatic by saying that. It can absolutely change your life forever if you can really find the real reason that you're looking for change. If you need any help with this, guys, just give me a shout. And just remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. I've actually just put that in a post for next week. Nothing changes if nothing changes. Absolutely. 100% true. True last week, true this week. It'll be true next week as well. And you can and you bloody will. Let's find out our real why and then see what difference that makes to your week and your actions. All right. If you did that this week, what difference would it make to you? What difference would it make to your results? If you spent 10, 15 minutes just trying to find your real reason, your real why, what difference would that make? Go and do the work, guys. Go and do the work. Any questions at all, just give me a shout. But let's get on it. Let's find out how we can find, get that motivation that's always on tap. It's always there. And go smash your week. All right. Have a fun one. Speak to you soon.